The Posing Podcast, the industry-leading source for posing, news, interviews, and so much more. Welcome back, everyone. It is Beck here. I am riding solo. Caitlin uh, won't be joining us this morning. That is because we have a very special guest. It is Stu from MBA. Hey, Stu. Hey, how are we today? I'm bloody fabulous. I'm freezing. How are you? I can definitely confirm the freezing. It is cold down here. <laughs> Sorry, it's not Queensland. <laughs> yeah, you put the weather on for me. <laughs> I sh- but it's not raining. It's not True. raining. That's the one thing. I hate the rain, yep. um, which I love. And you were down here for, obviously, we had a very big day on the weekend. We were here for the expo. How would you find it? It was amazing. So many people to chat to, lots of really good vibe. Yeah. yeah, just a great day. Yeah, it was. So. I was honestly, it was a lot, right? It was yep. very overwhelming for me. I found, but um, it was interesting because I was chatting to a few of you vendors that came, and they were talking about how the people that come to the expo, they're serious about competing and they're serious about posing and just wanting to know everything that they can about their upcoming show. What were the kind of conversations that you had yeah. with everyone? I actually had quite a few people who are looking at like season A or season B next year who haven't got a coach, opposing coach, anything at all. They just saw it and came out. So that was really good. Yeah. So I'm great to see. And yeah, like a lot of your clients wanting to know about NBA and what we're about. Yeah. Yeah. It was so good. Thank you so much for coming. It was it was great. Thank um, you for having me. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. The next one will be, I think, in January. Yeah. Um, we're going to make them a, a biannual, well, two yeah. a year. Yeah. Sorry, I don't know. Whatever that is. <laughs> two a year. So just before this, well, when the yeah. seasons kick off, really, when people are starting to think of it. Yeah. Um, and I, but I find the January one that we just had, everyone was kind of still on holidays a little bit. So it was still busy, but definitely this one was, everyone came out. Yeah, this one was a lot busier it, than January one, for yeah. sure. Which is so, awesome. Yeah. Um, and that's why I thought we'd get you on the podcast today because yeah. I know that you are not afraid of podcasts. You've been mm-hmm. on a fair few, haven't you? Yeah, I've done the rounds. <laughs> I get around. <laughs> and yeah. when we first launched yeah. this, you were like, me, pick yeah. me, I'll do it. Yeah, I was like, love you, having a chat. I freaking <laughs> love it. You're yeah. honestly the most happiest um, founder of a, a federation that I know. Yeah. So kudos to you for that. Thank you. Um, and you are the co-founder. Yep. Is that right? The co-founder um, of NBA, which yep. is Natural Bodybuilding Association. Australia. Um, Australia. God. No, God. I actually have it written right here. Sorry. Australia. Good. Why am I saying it's because the next one is association. Yeah. Um, tell me a bit about NBA and how it started, how you managed to get into it. Yeah. So uh, NBA itself, we started in 2018. Uh, we the four of us who founded NBA were all involved with another federation. That federation sold, changed hands. The new owner, we just didn't see eye to eye with. So rather than sitting there battling, you know, butting heads and not really having a good time, we decided to do our own thing and and do what we loved. So yeah, we, we separated, we set up NBA and here we are today. Wow. How so. hard is it? to do that because people say to me 
Beck, you should start a federation. And I go, absolutely not. I couldn't think of anything worse. But is it hard? To, like, was that hard? It, like, it wasn't easy. Yeah. But because we were already promoting shows, it also wasn't that hard for us. So, you know, Phil, who is one of the New South Wales people, he... He was with the other federation for 20-something years, so, wow. yeah, and involved with them from the start, so, yeah, he knew what he was doing there. You know, Nick and I in Queensland had been running the other federation for six years, so, yeah, it was kind of just a seamless transition for us, you know, obviously the you know, graphic design, all the marketing and, you know, choosing a name and all of that stuff was was not easy, but it also wasn't that hard. Like, I had contacts to do graphic design. I had, you know, we had ideas about the name. We actually had a different name at the start. Oh, what was it? I can't even remember. (laughs) It was that bad, I can't even remember it. It wasn't bad, but it just wasn't as good. And, um, yeah, when we split the... um, so we, we owned our social media pages yes. and the owner of the other federation was reporting our pages, trying to get them shut down. Oh, my goodness. So I just put Natural Bodybuilding Australia to take the name of the other fed yeah. off it and it stuck. And it stuck. So it was like, actually, this is better than <laughs> what we thought of because we didn't want to put the original name out there straight away. And, yeah, um, it stuck. Because I know when you Google MBA, you're not the first thing that comes up, are you? No, there's there's <laughs> this kind of little other sport. But yeah. how often do you get confused with the MBA? Um, it's not too often, but probably once a month I get a tag that is related to to basketball yeah. instead of us. You, do you know what? Yeah. You could capitalize capitalize on that and like yeah. hashtag everything with like MBA league. Yeah. So we've got. <laughs> People be like, what is this? This yeah. is a bit weird. We do have. Um, gifts on Instagram yes. and I had to put them as natural bodybuilding or it was Nat Bod Australia because NBA you'd get lost you'd get amongst lost everything so yeah that, that I, was probably the hardest thing about that. <laughs> I freaking love it. Yeah. Um, and then what so what year was that that NBA kind of kicked off? So our first shows were in 2019 so it was wow. the end of 2018 wow. we we announced and And then obviously we know the year of 2020 what happened how how was that because you obviously had only just kicked off and then COVID had had started what was that like very tough so yeah the the first season where we actually had to cancel shows that was Mm. yeah that was very painful Mm. we were actually the first to make the decision that this doesn't look like it's going to happen. Mm. You know, so we gave people as much time as possible, announced that you know, we weren't going to run, and then a week later it was locked down and everyone was cancelling. So, canceling. yeah, that was that was really tough times. Like, yeah, I I sat in the corner of my office not very happy quite a, a few times. In a position, rocking yep. back and forth. Yeah, Pretty much, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it was... I hated having to make that decision. In yeah. the end, it was the right decision, but, yeah. yeah, it was very tough. And then, like, getting shows back up around that, that was, you know, there were people prepping, you know, that had, you know, gone and bought home mm. gyms, you mm-hmm. know, kept doing whatever they could to push through. So, yeah. you know... 
I sort of felt like it was our duty to put something on whether it was going to make money or not. I remember you afterwards. telling me yeah. remember telling me that. I think it was 2021. So yeah. not last year the year before that. 2020 yeah. when we had um lockdown 2.0. Yeah. And you said we're going to do a show or maybe it was 2020. We're going to do a show. Was, yeah, the end of 2020 season 20. B. We'll do a memory. show and I'm going to make no money, but I'm mm. doing it for the athletes. Yeah. And yeah. that's really who you are about, yeah. isn't it? And I literally so for that we had Obviously, our Queensland show where I'm based, that was the that was at normal time because we mm. didn't get much lockdowns in Queensland. That's lucky and, Queenslanders. And that was, that was supposed to be our nationals, you know, but only people from, I think, South Australia and Tasmania could come. Every other <laughs> state was locked out of Queensland. So, and then from there, I flew down to Melbourne to run our show down there. Wow and was couldn't get home for i think it was six or eight weeks oh my so, goodness you yeah, got stuck down there I, yeah so yeah, there was three weeks in between the melbourne show and the sydney show and yeah i literally stayed at my parents place in canberra to make sure i could still run the two shows and that is yeah. so amazing so yeah it was, so it was a fun that. time but yeah. And the athletes loved it yeah so you know and they'll i think i think that that's something that they will always remember yeah um, so. And it must have been hard as well because you were really – it's basically like you had to launch the company again. Yeah. Because so. it was still just up and coming. Yeah. So, yeah, our, our now third biggest show is still the end of that first season. Yeah. So the, yeah. the, the regrowth has, you know, actually been quite – slow and tough through that period yeah. you know we've we've run some really good big shows since covid yeah. but yeah our our yeah now third biggest was the nationals pre-covid that is crazy yeah well it's good to have you back and yeah. it's great to see nba just hopefully saw this year and yeah. not have to ever think back to those <laughs> terrible yeah. years i think they're yeah. all learning curves for us yeah um what like changes or trends have you noticed in the past two years, so post-COVID, uh, in terms of the bodybuilding world? Yeah. There's there's definitely a, a rise of new people coming in mm-hmm. again. Like mm-hmm. A lot of the, the long-term competitors are either still waiting, you know, and haven't competed yet or have retired, moved on, having babies, exactly, et yeah. cetera. So grown, grown up, grown yep, old. Yep. So <laughs> Realised it's do really it. hard to compete. Yep. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, yeah. A lot, that's that's probably the, the biggest trend-wise Great that I've faces, noticed. Yeah, which is great for of, a business, right? Yep. Um, yeah. Getting more people through the door is exactly, yep. you know, what, what we're after. Um, now, I know that there was a... Uh, podcast that we did that you listened to, which was Caitlin and I talking about all of the federations. Um, Thank you for listening, by the way, to that. And I forgot to mention something very important that you have coming up because we're coming up to season B. Talk me through, like in the season, how many shows do you have? Where, Where are they all? Yep. So this season coming up and pretty much every season's very similar, but this season coming up, our first show's the South Coast Spectacular in Wollongong. Amazing. So that's 12 weeks away. 
we're just under now. Um, yeah, so all coming up very quickly. So then our New South Wales titles is two weeks after that. Right. So 14 weeks away. We've then got our Queensland titles, our um, Tasmania state titles, yeah. and then our nationals and pro show in Melbourne which that's 17 weeks away now. Amazing. A so, pro show. Yes. So, yeah, the pro show. So we um, we do our pro show differently to other natural federations. Ooh, so, how? Yeah, so our pro show is open to all natural pros. So, um, yeah, any anyone with a pro card in any natural federation can enter our pro show. That's brilliant. So cool. we want it basically to be yeah. the best of the best. So, yeah. Yeah, most federations people stick to one, and mm-hmm. you know, and then we have five different national champions. Mm. You know, we want to see the best of the best yeah. all against each other. But and, I love that because yeah. it also supports. I know you are your own federation and you have your own amateur league, yeah. but it also it just brings it back to how involved you are with other athletes and supportive of them in terms of going. You know what I understand that maybe you're an ICN pro or a IMBA pro, so PMBA, yeah. but you know, come and come and do our shows if there's no other pro shows because pro yeah. shows in Australia for the natural federations, um, there's they're few and far between. Yeah, it's very limited. So one, it gives you an extra show, which you know most people want to do more than one show a mm. season. You know, you do a lot of work to get ready to get on stage, yeah. and to do it for one show, especially as a pro, where you've got pressure to be mm-hmm. absolutely perfect. You know, you're not always perfect in one show, so you've got a couple of opportunities. You know, some people that are pros in other federations use it as a lead-in show. Yeah. You know, that's okay. That's their prerogative. You know, others, it's their main show, even though they've got a pro that. show in that federation. So, I love that. Yeah. Why Melbourne? Um, so we move our, our nationals around everywhere. Yeah. So um, previous year was Queensland. We haven't done one in New South Wales since COVID, yeah. pre-COVID the the last nationals pre-covid was sydney yeah. so yeah and yeah next year we'll see what happens maybe so, yeah maybe, maybe. Yeah, queensland hint, hint. is warm up there yeah Who yeah knows? people like traveling to queensland yeah. melbourne is actually really good for travel as well yeah. so cost of travel to melbourne from anywhere in australia is not too bad the venue in melbourne is great for people traveling yeah. there's three hotels walking distance there's service departments there's amazing there's know, lots of to... and coals across the road Perfect. so you can literally and it's 15 minutes from the airport so you can fly in get an uber there not have to leave the area and be ready for yeah. nationals so that's another reason we chose there is because it is really good for traveling it's also the best lighting i've got of any of my stages that the atmosphere in that venue is amazing so yeah yeah, yeah, melbourne's where it's at yeah so and for that national show uh if they are not a pro so if they're an amateur do they have to do one of your state or regional shows first So, so if you're based where we have a state show you do need to qualify so Tasmanians, New South Wales, Queenslanders have to do their state show to qualify. If you're from Victoria, South Australia, WA, Northern Territory, 
you don't need to qualify. You Great. can just go straight to the nationals. Oh, so awesome. even so, what we do with our amateur nationals, we don't run a state show in that state. So we just run the nationals in that state wherever it is, because there's just so many shows on now. So yeah. forcing people to do an extra show actually makes the nationals smaller. Yes. Yeah. So we want big fun shows yeah. so why force people to you yeah. know do a, a qualifier then come back to the same venue mm -hmm. a week later and do the same thing again and do the same so thing. Yeah, yeah we've sure. yeah again that's just about making what's best for the athletes oh, okay. yeah we might make a bit more money if we ran two shows but yeah, yeah you want to have good competition yeah, i think yeah as we want athlete. we want a great competition we want the best of the best against each other yeah. at both amateur and pro level, and yeah, so, so that so works fun. really well, well for that. Melbourne is where it's at. Yep. At the end of the year. Yeah. I freaking mm -hmm. love that. Um, what makes um, NBA different from other federations? Yep. So, quite a few things, but first and foremost, um, so we we make sure every single competitor, whether you're the best. Or the least good, we'll call it. Yeah. So, yeah, we are in a competition. Yep. There is a winner. There is a, you know, placings all the way down to. You, you can know, say the L word. Yeah, that, round that to last. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, I was going to say yeah. loser, but last, yeah. last is nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah. So, yeah, but you know, some shows, if you are the last place person, you stand in the back corner, you kind of never get looked at by the judges. Yeah you don't have a great experience. Mm. So we want to make sure even that person has a great experience. Yes. So everyone gets some individual stage time doing the eye walk. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's it's set up that you're going to have a good, good experience and want to come back yeah. whether you win or not. Yeah. You know, because like quite often in this sport, the winners tick the box and don't come back anyway. Absolutely. So, yeah. Do you know what's funny? I was chatting to another uh, president from another federation and he said, and, and it's natural too, yeah. and he said that the pro cards are often the kiss of death yeah. in terms of like everyone wants it, right, and they want to win and then once they win it, these people then retire. Yeah. It's kind of like, you've got to use it or yeah. do it. But I love, sorry, keep going. Yeah, You're, you've set me off on a change. Yeah. That's one of the reasons we only do one pro card per season per category. Mm. It's not like you get a pro card, you yeah. get a pro card, everyone gets yeah. a pro card. Yeah. No. And that is one of our other differences. Yeah. So to win an NBA pro card, you have to be the overall champion at nationals mm -hmm. in that season. Wow. So, can I ask a question? Yeah. What if the caliber of that winner is not up to your standard? Will they still win a pro card? Um, depending on the categories. So, our rule is the, if there's more than five in the category, yes. then the pro card is, is awarded. awarded. Okay, if there's less than five, then it it's up to the judge's discretion. Yeah. So, yeah. And so if there's, there's one, it's not like that they just get default. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And I haven't had a show where there's more than five and the winner isn't pro standard. Yeah. So if I did, I'd probably have a chat to the person after the show and say, look, yes, you did win the overall, but, you know, maybe 
maybe it's not in your own best interests to move down this path because, you know, and what I've seen, you know, so I've been involved in the sport since 2008. So, and the biggest thing I've seen is, like you said, pros get their pro card and then disappear. Mm. And a lot of that is because, in my opinion, that when they get the pro card, they look at the people who are competing as pros and go, oh, I need to train for five years to look like that. Yes. And they go and train for five years and by then they've had babies or yeah. got interested in powerlifting or yeah. done something else and they never get on stage as a pro. Or they just really like chocolate and yep. just want to keep eating Or that too. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. that's me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, they, you know, where if it's really hard to get and you're then already at the point where you're probably going to place in a pro show, they're more likely to come back and compete as a pro. Mm. So, you know, a lot of cases when someone wins the pro card at our pro show, they're generally placing the top three in the pro show. Wow. So so the overall winner then goes straight into the pro show that day. And, yeah, they're quite often placing because they are oh, at that quality because they've good. had to fight to get there. Yeah, that's you fucking know. awesome. So, yeah, you know, it actually frustrates me, the you, everyone gets a pro card yep. type situation <laughs> because it's so short-sighted because, yeah. you know, people do end up retiring yeah. once they get that pro card. Yeah. So, yeah. Those little you know. amateurs, so yeah. the ones that they just keep coming back and keep coming back, which yeah. I love it. And federa- like, do you find that federations, like you like the amateurs that keep coming back yeah. so, season after season, or year yeah. after year, I suppose, not season yeah. after season? Obviously, yeah. yeah. People keep coming back and and if they're the ones that take feedback and, and improve each time, then, yeah, love that. Yeah. yeah. There are some that keep coming back and then have a whinge that they didn't do well afterwards yeah. because they presented the same or worse physique than they did yeah. a year ago. And, you know, that gets a little bit frustrating. But, yeah, you know, people coming back is great. You know, yeah. we want the sport to grow and people coming back is, yeah. is part of that. We don't, you know, we don't want 200 new people each time. We want... You know, 200 new people plus 100 people coming back. Coming back, absolutely. And so NBA is different because, and and this is in my opinion, um, is because you give such amazing uh, stage time to the competitors. And for anyone listening, that you don't just do quarter turns or half turns. You Every uh, competitor has an individual walk and there's really no rules in terms of, you know, obviously they have to do their set poses, but... You want them to basically do posing that suits their personality. Um, how have you found that athletes go with that? Yeah, again, that's that's why people have a good experience. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why any federation would say you have to pose like X yeah. because your physique to my physique, if we both pose like (laughs) X, is going to look very different. You pose what looks best for you, I'll pose what looks best for me, and the judges decide who looks closest to the criteria out of that. It's also way easier for me to not go, your leg's in the wrong place, your arm's in the wrong place. If someone poses badly, Mm -hmm. well... That's their problem, and yeah. you know, and they not, should hire me instead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they they didn't go and get a good posing coach, and and that. that's their loss. They're not getting marked down 
because their arm's in the wrong place. They're placing because their physique looks where it should in the light. Yeah, they couldn't show yeah. off their physique in the best way, probably, yeah. you know, in terms of that. Um, how have you found the posing world and what, in terms of since COVID? How have you seen it develop? So, yeah, posing posing is the boom side of the sport at the moment, definitely. Yeah. Like, there's there's posing coaches on every corner almost. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's... Just like those pro cards. You get, yeah. a, <laughs> yeah. you get a pro card. I'm yeah. a posing coach. I'm a so, posing coach. Yeah. yeah. But it's interesting. It's different from state to state as well. Yeah. So, in Queensland, there's not as many coaches but lots of group classes. Wow. Yeah. Maybe in, I should... Do I need to move to Queensland? Yes, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> get, well, it's funny because Queensland has the most amount of competitors. Yeah. Uh, st- like, Australia-wide. Yeah. So, yeah, when I started, when I first competed back 2008, like we said, there was two posing coaches in Australia and they were both in Queensland. Yeah. Actually, no, there was three, sorry. There was Joe Rogers and Di Shipway in Queensland and then Vicky Arif in Melbourne. And Amy Fox down yeah. here. Amy Amy was a little bit after that. Oh, was she? Yeah. So, but yeah, those three were the only posing coaches in the country. Wow. And then, yeah, they, um, yeah, so Di, I think, still is around, but not openly. Yeah. Joe has moved on and Vicky's still around, obviously. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. And... I used to, so Joe was in Jimboomba, which for people who aren't from Queensland is about an hour and a half out of the city. Wow. I used to drive to her every weekend. So three hour and three hours driving plus an hour posing class, posing lesson for my, yeah, every weekend for 20 weeks leading into the show. Yeah. Now, obviously there's online, there's a lot more people. Yeah, so Queensland, there's a lot more of the group classes. There are some emerging coaches, I would say, that yeah. that are you know starting to pop up. Yeah. Um, yeah, down here, there's a lot of good posing coaches. Yeah, you know, you've you've kind of led the front in that way. Thank you. you. Know, Amy was probably the start, and then yeah. you've you've picked up where she left off, and yeah, you know, sort of led the way. And yeah, there's some good new ones popping up yeah. as well. And yeah. yeah, and Victoria, there's there's the three sort of main ones down there that are all quite you know large and busy. Yeah. They've yeah you know, they've all sort of been established a little bit longer. Yeah, yeah, you know, and then there's a, quite a few emerging ones down there as well. Yeah, so. Yeah, but it's definitely yeah. a it's a career path now. I think yeah, that a lot of people so. are doing, which I love, and I think it's one of those things that I seriously any posing coach that or any person that comes to me thinking of becoming a coach, a posing coach, I'm like, great, go yep. and do it because when I was around, there was no one, and that's why yeah. I became one myself because, like, I went to Amy and I showed her my routine, mm. and she was like, yeah, it's great. I was like, no, no, I want someone that can be, you know, really yeah. critical. Yeah. Um, and I find that, you know, it's such an industry that is ex- exploding and there's clients for all of us. Yeah, yeah. It's posing itself has got so much better through mm. that time as well. So You're welcome. Yeah, there's, <laughs> a, there's a lot less people that I'm pushing to the side because they're posing badly. Yeah. So, mm. yeah. And the ones that do pose, they stand out like, yeah. you know, dog shit. Yeah, you yeah, know, it's crazy. yeah. You you definitely like. There's people that stand out with great posing. Yes. But if anything, like the top six to ten competitors all pose amazingly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they and 
because we allow your own style, they all pose amazingly, but their own style. Yeah, it's not really nice. six robots up there doing exactly the same thing. Mm. They're all posing differently and showing their best, showing, you know, hiding their worst. And I tell everyone, posing is showing us your best, yeah. hiding your bad spots, yeah. your weaknesses. So, you know, everyone's got weaknesses. You just don't don't want us as judges to see it. To see it. Yeah. So yeah. can I ask you a question? Sure. I know I've been asking you questions this whole time. <laughs> yeah. Do you think, and on, like answer this honestly, do you think that a better poser could beat a better body? All other things being equal, no. Yeah. Yeah, if two... If one body's very slightly better but poses very slightly worse, yeah. the better body's still going to win. Yes. You know, if, if there's, you know, if there's a vast difference, mm-hmm. the better body's going to win. Yeah. If two bodies are, are equal, the better poser's going to win. Yeah. Because so, they can show it off, right? Yeah. And it's so, those one percents. Yeah. And I think that that's what, you know, obviously if there's a, a woman or a man that's out of condition, their yeah. posing ain't going to help them. Yeah. You know, like, you sorry, can, sister or brother, yeah. like, you should have been on that stair master more <laughs> yeah, or exactly. not eaten chocolate yeah. uh, or so, a lot of chocolate, sorry, yeah. should I say. You can still have chocolate and prep. Yeah. Um, but I think when it comes down to that, if you can't, especially for maybe the, like, figure or for a lot of the male divisions – if you can't show off your muscles or activate your lats or tense your core, it's really going to impact your placing. Yeah. So, so it's definitely a yes and no. Yeah. yeah. So, Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for answering that. I yeah. Like it. Um, which I freaking love that. Yeah. Um, what plans do you have for MBA in the future? So at the moment, our our plans are so we want to be the best federation in Australia, hence hence the name. So (laughs) yeah, or best natural federation in Australia. At the moment, I would say we're emerging. You know, by numbers, we are the second largest in Australia. So yeah, definitely where you know where we'd want to be at this stage. You know, the the short term plans are. You know, to grow in the states we aren't there yet. Yes. So, you know, it's not an easy process because I go to every single show. So, you know. It's a lot. Fitting, and finding venues, setting yeah. up, you know, even with the tan and the makeup, like all of that kind of yeah. stuff. It's a lot of, that's a lot of networking. Yeah. So it's it's mostly where they'll fit into the calendar as well. You know, if, and you've now seen it with your own judging with IFBB, yeah. you know, flying from a comp in South Australia to one in Melbourne the next day really is a lot of fun. So, you know, at the Those moment... Those listening, it is not fun. It is actually really exhausting. Yeah. So, <laughs> at the moment, you know, and I do one show a weekend yeah. and that's exhausting enough. Yes. You know, so... Because they're big days from yeah. the setup to... The pack down and then the adrenaline, and you're yep. on the mic, so you yep. do all the emceeing. Yeah, so that's a lot. Yeah, so you know, I'm there from the rego to yeah um, to the end of the show, packing up. I'm on the mic the whole time, you know, yelling, screaming, having lots of, having fun, lots of fun, plus judging Fire as well. Out. So yeah, yeah, Fire it's out. definitely so a very. Oh, sorry, you go. Yeah, so yeah, definitely a very long, fun but exhausting, exhausting day. Exhausting day. Yeah. So the plan so. is Australia. 
domination. Pretty much, yeah. I freaking love that. Yeah. I love that. What's one thing that you would like to tell an athlete who might be interested in competing with them but, you know, was like, "Mm, do I do it? Do I not do it? Do Mm. I do it? Just do it. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Get off the fence. Just do it because you're going to have a great time. So Yeah. yeah, Do you care that other – like your athletes that are in your shows, do you care if they compete in other federations? Hell no. Yeah. Like, you'll you know, you'll see me at other shows watching and cheering for people, you know, because I get to actually watch a show. Yeah. Rather you're than, at AFTV. You know, yes, I was. You know, and I'm always, you know, I try and get to, yeah. it, like, if there is a bodybuilding show and I'm not at one, I'll be at it. So, yeah, you know, I go to all other Federation shows, not just IFBB, not just, you know, I'm always at ICN shows if I, you know, can be, you know, I respect the other federations. It's, yeah, and one thing I always say, like, McDonald's don't get the shits if you go and have dinner at KFC. (laughs) (laughs) Like, so why should I, you know, you're allowed to do both. In fact, I encourage doing as many as you can. Yeah. You know, one, find what you enjoy because every show offers different experiences. Mm-hmm. So some people will enjoy a couple of them. Some people will find one that's that they enjoy more than others. But if you don't try them, you won't know what you enjoy. So go and do them all, you know, have fun, you know, and don't waste, yeah. or not waste, but you spend a lot of money on good coaches, you know, for not only your prep but your posing coach why put it all into one or two shows Mm -hmm. with one federation Mm -hmm. why not try two three four if you can you know depending on how the calendar fits you know four to five shows in a season for a natural athlete is totally fine yeah so you know you can gradually look better over that time you can peak well you know so Make the most of a very tough prep and all the money you've put into yes. posing and your prep. That is a really good. So, that's a really yeah. good tip and something that I definitely believe in as well. Yeah. They haven't gone this hard to just do one show and then back out. Especially, yeah. you know, sometimes they'll do one show and then it really ignites that fire inside of them, and they're like, "Oh, now I just, you know, what do I do now?" Yeah. And there's those post comp blues, so it's like. Do a few and then you'll know when you're done. I yeah. find in your gut you'll know when you're yeah. done. So, yeah, I found my very first season, I planned to do two shows from the start. The minute I stepped off stage of the first show, I I went to my coach and said, we're going to nationals. <laughs> so I ended up doing four shows in five wow. weeks. And, yeah, yeah, I did. Back then there was two natural federations, everyone pretty much did both at state level and then did one of them at nationals. I went and did both nationals as well. Wow. You know, and and every season I did that. You know. So when are you stepping on stage again, Stu? Um, well... I'll teach so, you posing. Yeah, I'll, I'll need help. It's been <laughs> that long. Uh, I do actually... I want to get on stage. So I've got two kids, yeah. 10 and well, nine and six, and I want to compete while they still think dad's cool. Yeah. So probably not too much. I still too think soon. my dad's cool. Yeah. But I did go through a weird period where I didn't, so I get yeah. it. And they're boys. Boys grow out of yeah, dad being do. cool pretty quickly. <laughs> so I've, I've got a limited time, yeah. but I also need to make it fit in around being at mm-hmm. five shows on. So at the moment I don't know how I'm going to make that fit, so yeah. it's a... Uh, 
soon, but it's it's going to happen. Just when and where, I don't know. I love that. Yeah. Still, it's still still yeah. out there. Yeah, the itch is there. I love it. Yeah. Um, thank you so much, Stu, for coming in today. I really appreciate your time. Um, we always end the podcast with one thing that we're going to focus on this week. Um, and so, what are you? What's one thing that you're going to focus on this week? So. <coughs> Yeah. yeah, for me, he just so, coughed. Everyone, yeah, <laughs> just coughed. It's okay. Yeah, we can edit that out. Hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm just gonna, we're just gonna play it out. Oh, cool, no. even better. <laughs> yeah. So for me, the uh, so I do the feedback for every single show. Oh, so I'm still getting through my feedback from last season wow. so yeah my focus this week is to finish that off and before and the next season yeah, starts yeah so yeah that's, i love that that's yeah. your mission that's yeah. a that's a freaking good one mine yeah. um i'm back into season b well season b has kicked off for me so i was looking at my schedule and i think my body is going to be um quite exhausted i think at the end of this week um but i'm excited so i'm well, the one thing that I'm gonna, like ready to achieve this week is to just being back in the studio of warming up my body and yeah. actually doing some work other than chatting yeah. on this mic. Um, and if everyone will obviously put in the show notes your Instagram and things like that, um, and then registrations all happen through the website. Yep. Yeah. Shows. So um, the NBA Instagram is NBA Australia underscore official. Um, I operate that, or so yeah. You know, you'll if you ask questions, you'll get me answering. Um, yeah, and yeah. That's nice to know that you're actually speaking to you know the the federation founder rather yeah. than just someone that they've hired. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, that's that, and then yeah, our registrations on our website, which there's a link in the bio on the Instagram. So it's naturalbodybuildingaustralia.org. Okay, great. So yeah, and yeah, registration for this season's open. Woohoo! So, yeah. Thank you so much. And thank you to everyone listening at home. I hope that you have a beautiful day, evening, morning, whenever you are listening to this. Keep going, you good thing. That's it from us. Bye. Bye. <laughs>